This is an AMI podcast. Hey guys, welcome along to another episode of Double Tap. It is Friday, it's the 11th of August 2023. And coming up, your comments on backpacks. You're listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Hey, Sean Priest. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you, sir. Another week, another dollar, and everyone's <laughs> gone backpack crazy. Oh, we are back to backpacks today. Oh, oh well that's that good, was, isn't it? That that's, was beautiful. Yes, yeah. that's deserved. Was it, though? Really, was it? I don't, I don't know. No. Yeah, probably not. Uh, yeah, we're going to get into the backpack conversation today because lots of you have been getting in touch. We have uh, Janine Stanley coming up in a moment who has Ooh. got a fantastic... Yeah, Janine's back. Hey. Uh, she is here to tell, talk about a backpack solution we may not have thought about. Lena has also got in touch with her suggestions, as have others. So we're going to get into all of that today on the show. Uh, so, yes, backpack crazy. It is a tech show. Honest. <laughs> well, they may have some tech in them, though not guaranteed. Well, not with them, uh, but you oh, will no, be putting your yeah. tech in them, you see. Yes, they're tech containers. Tech containers. Is okay. Can we just check? Yeah, yeah, he's fine with that. He's fine is he with awake? That. F him a stands for fine, <laughs> which is how he reviews our show mostly. It's fine. It'll do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to kick off with some of this. Breaking news. Breaking news. It's not the most exciting news in the world, if I'm totally honest. Don't but you know, spoil it. I know, but I, I can't. I can't lie to people. Okay, let's see. I'll I've be taken the judge of that. The truth serum. I cannot lie. <laughs> uh, but yeah, here's the news. Humanware have announced. <gasps> wait for it. The audio guide for the Victor Reader Stream Three. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> Well, I thought I'd mention it because a lot of people have maybe got the uh, Victor Reader Stream 3. And I, I, you wouldn't, wouldn't you think this would be out already? That applause stopped very quickly, and rightfully so. Um, <laughs> yes, surely this is shipped with the device anyway, isn't it? I don't think so. I don't think so because I was reading today it's just been launched. So they've just put up the audio guide. So, I mean, Where? yes, you will get online on the humanware.com website. If you, and also, I would imagine, although I don't know because I don't have it, but the Humanware Buddy app, which they have, which does have a lot of their resources in there, and a lot of people do use when they download these. Uh, you know, when you buy a new device, you can download either the manual or whatever within that yeah. Humanware Buddy app. So you'd like to think it's in there as well. <laughs> I say you'd like to, but you know what they say about assumptions. <laughs> you know what? You are absolutely right. It, 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 yeah, it's not very exciting, but hey, it's another resource. So. Well done. Has, has there been an update to the Victor Reader Stream 3? Um, well, do you know that... that I, no, I don't know. It's a short answer to that one. Uh, um, however, I do know some of you have been getting in touch about this. There is a conversation that we're going to revisit on Monday. Uh, and if you have got the Victor Reader Stream 3, you might want to get in touch with us and tell us your experiences. We're getting mixed experiences about it, mixed views, mixed opinions. So uh, mm. get in touch and tell us your thoughts on the Victor Reader. We're going to get into that in more conversation in depth on Monday, picking up on some of your messages. Um, and uh, also the Sense Player as well, because it's, I think, had a few updates recently as well. So uh, we'll get into all of that on Monday's show. Uh, lots of people are excited about some of the new updates there. Uh, so, yeah, that coming up on Monday's show. But, yeah, let's talk backpacks today because um, I-, I want to. Seems like everyone else does as well. <laughs> yeah, yes. Absolutely. Janine Stanley got in touch <laughs> and shared her thoughts on a backpack solution we may not have thought of. Hello, Stephen and Sean. I remember on a recent show you had talked about how to carry all of your gear and a backpack or some sort of pouch or something or a man purse or whatever you, you know, uh, like to carry. Well, I thought I would introduce you to something that has been around since the late 1990s, but a lot of people don't know about them. And this is a backpack, but it's way different from your (laughs) traditional backpack. It is called a back T pack. That's B-A-C-K. The letter T as in Tom, P-A-C-K. You can learn about it at backtpack.com is the website. It is a backpack. However, 
the places where you carry things are on the sides. So I like to call them saddlebags, but they're pouches that are actually resting on your hips. And this whole backpack, the whole reason for it is ergonomics. The lady who invented it is a physical therapist, and she realized that people were really just doing horrible damage to themselves by carrying these huge, heavy backpacks that put all the weight on your back and didn't really distribute it well. So she designed this backpack, and I will now describe it. I have several of these, by the way. I have one of the originals. I have actually I gave one to a friend as a graduation gift the backpack comes with it's all one piece and I will tell you it's only flaws that it can get twisted up really easily so the first thing you're going to recognize are two shoulder straps and the way they tell you to do this is to sit down in a chair put it on and then there are two bags so I am sitting in my chair and the two straps are connected in the back with a piece, and this one is an older one, so it's got a piece of lined material, but it's like a oh nylon kind of, <laughs> I don't want to say Kevlar, but it does not tear easily, I will tell you that. This one is padded on the back. They have some that are mesh that are a little bit cooler, so I'm just going to sit down here. I'm going to put the back tea pack behind me. And, yeah, <laughs> I feel like I'm putting on, like, one of those horrible turtleneck sweaters. Okay, so I'm sitting in the chair, and the piece of the back of the back tea pack is behind me. And I've got a strap on either side, and on either side I have a pouch, is what they call them. And I'm just going to put the straps on, and if I am... Correct, this is the petite model. And now I have a bunch of things that can fasten. So up at the top, I have a chest strap. These fasten with slide buckles that you can adjust to infinity. The newer ones come with some round nylon straps around the padded shoulder straps so you can like hang your phone case or whatever from them. Then there is another strap down around your waist secure that one. They also have, you can get an additional hip strap to secure more of this. But now you're in a sort of harness and you've got these bags. So I'm going to unhook so we can explore the bags because the bags and the pouches actually on your sides are the best part of this thing. Now this one is relatively small. It can hold a 13 inch laptop. I have done that before. On the front-facing part of the bag, there's an extra little pouch with Velcro, so and it is enclosed, completely enclosed. On the front, there is, I call it the cane pouch, there's a little insert for like an umbrella or a water bottle. Well, it's a little too small for a water bottle, actually, but it's kind of umbrella-sized, cane size, and a little pocket that you could put something in if you had an iPhone SE, it probably would fit in there. Now, inside the pouch, you have, and the pouch is padded, so, you know, your stuff is going to be nice and safe. And, ah, uh, <laughs> you know, I haven't been in this for a while, and, oh, that was surprising. Um, not even going to talk about what that was. Yeah. Inside, there are pockets that are not secured and not to, you know, they, they don't have flaps or anything. They're just open pockets. Then there's a closed pocket with a snap on this particular one. On most of the newer models, this not, I don't think this is one of them, but many of them have the little circle where you can feed your headphones through. So you can have your gear in the pouch and your headphones, wired headphones feeding up through. On the side of the pouch that faces your body, there is a zippered pouch. So that's that pocket. On the back, the, the part of the pocket that faces your body, there's a little Velcro uh, pouch that you can put things in. It Velcros at the top. So as you can see, there are tons of ways to store things. That's the left side. Now we're going to go to the right side, maybe. <laughs> maybe. 
Okay, and on this side we have another cane pocket in the front. If we go to the outward facing side of the pouch, we have another little pocket with a Velcro uh, flap at the top. This one has a net face, kind of netting on the face. So if you have your phone or you know anything in there, something wet, it's nice to put it in there so it doesn't uh, you know get everything else wet. And inside this side of the pouch, I can't wait to see what I'm going to find in here. <laughs> I have another uh, snap pouch, various little things for like pens and pencils and dongles and stuff like that. I just found a bunch of dog cleanup bags in here. And nice. on Empty. the side of this that was closest to my body, you have another <laughs> zip pocket. And in the zip pocket, we've got... All kinds of little things here. Good grief. <laughs> this <laughs> is interesting. That I said, I wonder where that went. And sure enough, here it is. <laughs> what I'm pulling out of here is a headphone, actually. Single headphone. So always use one of those. Then on the side of the back tea pack that is closest to your body is another one of those uh, pouches with the Velcro closure at the top. So this thing is loaded with pouches. The newer ones and my original one have even more pouches on the inside and, well, not necessarily on the outside, but I will tell you, it, especially if you are hauling around broadcast gear, this thing is like your go-to bag because <laughs> you can pack so much stuff into this particular style of backpack. And my original one, which, I, as I said, is slightly bigger than this one, you can really get a ton into. And these things are made for people between 4, 10, and 6, 7. You can get them in several different sizes if you're a wider person. No judgment. That's me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you can get them <laughs> in agreed. a bunch of different sizes. And they have, I believe... Not too many colors, but they do have black. They also have, Stephen, if you want to look, you know, cool and executive-like, they do have one in leather. A friend of Oof. mine who does a lot of work in Washington, D.C., he had asked them, you know, could you please make a leather one? Because I can't go into a meeting with this thing that looks like I'm going on a hike. <laughs> and certainly that, that worked. They made a lovely leather one, and uh, that one is black. He can carry all of his blind gear in it. And I once took a setup for, we were recording interviews, and I took the whole setup that was before the P4. So I had to take a, a couple little mixers that I was trying, two microphones, two microphone stands, a laptop, all of my cables that I needed, including extra cables, and got all of that into these packs, plus dog supplies, people supplies, blah, 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 blah. Got it all in there, and I actually weighed the pack because I thought, okay, how much weight am I carrying? 30 pounds of stuff in wow. this bag. Now, if you said, Janine, pick up 30 pounds of stuff and carry it, no way. That's just no way. I mean, my cat is 18 pounds, and <laughs> that's heavy <laughs> enough. But you put this backpack on, you have no idea you're carrying that much weight because it's resting on the stronger parts of your body, i.e. your hips, and you're not going to have that backache that you get when you take off your backpack and, oh, mm -hmm. or feel like you're about to tip over. These backpacks are great. Again, the website is backtpack.com, and I would highly encourage one of Marilyn's first um, – audiences, the lady that developed this, her name is Marilyn Von Forster, and when she developed it, one of her first audiences to use it was at the Oregon School for the Blind, and she came to a couple blindness conferences because she knows we carry a lot of stuff, and I am like the queen of purses and bags, <laughs> and um, so as you can imagine, I have a number of these throughout the different iterations, and really the only differences in the bags are sometimes the dimension and sometimes the colors, and uh, also the different little features like the headphone port that where the headphones can come up through the inside of the bag to the outside, and then run up the uh, strap 
up the shoulder strap to your ear and be secured there so they're not flying all over the place. That's, um, that's a great one. This one will be going with me on my vacation. I'm thinking either this one or my original one, which still has a bunch of broadcast gear in it. <laughs> I would highly recommend Back Tea Pack. It is easy to use with a cane. Sometimes if you pack a lot of stuff, your bags can, you know, expand and get in your way. But the way you fit the pack, your arm is supposed to rest on the top of the pouch on either side. Now, that can be a little problematic if you work with a guide dog. It can put your arm out of position. So you have to kind of be careful how you pack it if you're working with a guide dog. But... Generally, you know, you can get a fair amount of stuff in here and still be able to, you know, work your dog, use your cane pretty effectively with the back tea pack. Wow. Thank you, Janine. I think that is definitely deserving of that, right? In depth. It felt like I was in that back tea pack at one point. (laughs) I thought I was in one of Janine's pouches there. And by the way, what was in Janine's pouch? Feedback at doubletaponair.com. <laughs> yeah, Sounded I gross. I have to say, it sounds <laughs> disgusting, but also I, I kind of was enjoying the little trip through Janine's bag. I was quite enjoying that. That should be a regular segment, I think. What's in the bag? <laughs> right, okay. Now, Stephen Scott, explain this to me. I must admit, I'm finding it really difficult to get this imaged in my head. So um, am I. This is, remember yesterday I said Janine confused me. Yes, well, she confused you again. Well, this, I, I'm less uh, less confused. Oh. Is that right? Less confused. More confused? Yes. That's maybe what I actually mean. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm more confused, I think, or, or equally as confused as I was, because I can't understand how this sits. Yeah, it sounds like you're putting on some sort of tactical vest, like let's say a waistcoat, yeah. um, with the straps on, which makes total sense. I get that. And I was thinking, okay, so you just a- attach these pouches to that somehow. But the whole hanging down the almost the side of your leg, it sounds like. I mean, why would you need the whole harness for that? Why why couldn't you just have a, a belt for that? Well, I, 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 I was thinking I was thinking it's almost like a, a chest mount with a tool belt attached to it. Yeah. That's what it sounds like to me. Uh, this is one of those occasions where I get so frustrated that I'd love to see a picture of this. But, yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm, yeah, I'm struggling to to picture it. But I mean, it, it sounds, if Janine is raving about it, and she has several of them. So yeah, sounds cool. Well, being able to carry the weight without feeling like you're carrying the weight is is quite an achievement. I'm I mean, thinking I'm thinking more about access to it because on a backpack you've always got to you know, sling it off your shoulder and and root around in it. I mean, if everything's sort of under your arm almost, that sounds really good. It'd be easy access to whatever you need to get to quickly. Yeah, I, I mean, I certainly like the sound of it. I will definitely be checking that out, and uh, if we ever get a chance to meet Janine in person. I'll just hope that she has one of those with her at the time. She'll just be one big mountain of bags, just a little head poking out the top with a fedora on it. Exactly. Then we'll know exactly who she is. (laughs) Yes, I'd like to look for the person with the fedora, and it would appear to be wrapped in some kind of backpack. (laughs) You can find that person. That's Janine Stanley. Janine, thank you so much for sending that in. That means a lot and uh, very interesting. Uh, Let's go to Lena, who wants to weigh in on this topic. Hello, Double Tappers. This is Lena. I'd like to weigh in on the subject of backpacks and canes. I have two backpacks that I like. One is by Gregory. It's very well made, designed more for hiking, but it can carry a lot of Braille books and my technology. It's still available from REI. Even though it's a more expensive backpack, REI has sales and a reasonable membership program. So it's easy to save money on it and it will last a long time. REI does ship internationally. Other companies also carry the Gregory brand. The other backpack I like which will hold only one braille book is by Venture Pal. It's an inexpensive backpack. Amazon has a lot of Venture Pal backpacks right now, but they're all smaller than this one. And so I can tell you that what Amazon is offering in this brand right now would not carry a braille book because it's a squeeze to get one braille book in the Venture Pal that I have. 
As for canes, I like the Revolution Enterprises Advantage cane, and I like to use a cane as long as I am tall. In the early days of my cane use, it was frowned on to use a cane that came higher than our chest, but many of us found that we like the reaction time that an extra long cane gives us, and we found that longer canes served us better. So we started using longer canes, and then the NFB and their training centers also found that many people do better with longer canes. It's always good to have choice. And that's my final thought. The beauty of double tap is that we can share options with each other, but the important thing to always remember is the best solution for you is the one that meets your needs. Happy traveling, everyone. Thank you so much for that, Lena. Really appreciate the comment. And you're absolutely right. You know, we, we show you all these different products and I know you're always hungry for more. Dear listener, I know you're emailing me all the time saying, what about this, what about this? And there's that thing and there's this thing. And, we, we, and we look, we, the great thing here is that, you know, unless... Mr. F. Tells, us, Mr. F. tells us to, you know, find the exit sharply... Um, you know, we're going to be here for a while. Yeah, it will take us a while. <laughs> It'll take us three hours just to get out the door. Um, but, you know, we have the beauty of time, right? So we're not going anywhere. So, you know, we'll just take our time. We'll work through all this and we'll go through all the products and, you know, we'll talk about everything as we go. So, you know, that's Share one thing. the knowledge. And share the knowledge. But, you know, equally, as Lena says, you know, it's about choice. It's about the choice and and. You know, one thing that's right for me might not be right for you and, and so on. So we just want to show you what's out there, you know. And if you're making a product, you want to tell us about it, come on, great. Um, and if people like it, that's great. And other people don't like it, that's fine too. It's like the Ultra Cane, right? People, a lot of conversation around the Ultra Cane. Some people mm. like it, some people don't like it. But that's the beauty of choice. And this show is is always going to give you that chance to air your view uh, on that topic. That's the thing about this show. We'll always give you the chance to talk about these things. But yeah, some really interesting points. The Revolution Cane, the Advantage Cane, that's the ones that you get here from the Site Village exhibitions. Oh, right. Okay. It's the Revolution Advantage here, the Carbon Fibre Canes. Now, those are good, but there is another cane company out there, and uh, I shouldn't really do this. I, well, I, don't I, then. I probably Let's move on. I probably shouldn't do this. Yes. But my wife has the information about this company. She's found out about it through her work. And I said, could you send me the information? Could you send me the link? And she hasn't sent me the link. <gasps> so no. I can't, I can't give you the information. So all I'm saying is, dear listener, it's not my fault. No. It's Mrs. Scott's fault. You can Bad blame Mrs. Her. Scott. Yes. Yeah. No, I, we do I would blame love her. to tell you about this. I would love, and mm. actually, but we to can. be honest, I, I would love to even buy one, but I can't. No. No, I tell you what you could do. I message her now during the show, and we'll see if we get a response. Uh, I'm not doing that <laughs> because uh, I know the thing is that right now, as you know, we're on beta, yes. right? So the phone is not quiet, so it will automatically read out oh, yes. the response, and I guarantee you, it will not be family friendly. <laughs> oh, dear. But yeah, there okay. is another cane out, uh, cane company out there. I believe it's German, and they're. I want to say Swarovski or Swarovski or something, but I can't get the name of it. And it's not the it's not the crystals people. No, no, we talked about this. Yeah, yes, I know. that's right. But so I, I don't know who they are. Well, you should do. So look, if you can get an email to me faster than my wife can send an email to me, which or even is, talk to you, or even talk to me. Well, she's my wife, and we've been married a while. She's she's sick of me. She's done. Well, um, yeah. But, you know, the the good thing is we, we'll get the information because someone out there is going to send it. I know it. Of course someone they will say, are. here you go, Stephen. Here's the link. Here's what we're talking about. Because God bless those, you, Mrs. S. <laughs> these, these canes are apparently much lighter, <laughs> even lighter than the carbon fibres. So if if weight of a cane is important to you, obviously too light could be a problem as well. Mm, float away. Well, yeah, well... Yeah, no. Um, I don't. I don't think we're expecting them to be blown up. You know, I don't think it's like uh, you know. Okay. You know, there's blow an up idea. Cane. Yeah. Thanks for the side effect. That, I, I needed that to know that. what you were talking yeah, about. Who, did, who decided that it couldn't be any uh, longer than up to your chest bone? Who decided that? Oh no, no, no! You can't do that. Who decided? That somebody. Somebody. I want to know who. 
It was someone they, who just, wasn't it? Uh, I bet, and you know, I bet any money they were hmm? sighted. I bet Boo! they were. Boo! No, we can't say that. Okay, you know, what? all right. We're, no, we're all inclusive. Hello, sighted people. We love you. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Sorry, I I got a bit freaked out there because uh, as I'm sitting here. My wife's guide dog is with me today, and she just jumped up and ran out the room. And I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> what does she knows know? There's trouble coming. She's is she sensed something? What I've just said. I am utterly terrified. Um, run, Coco, run! <laughs> run for your life! Uh, right, listen, uh, stick around. We're going to come back. We'll talk more on this topic as well, and uh, some other stories to talk about too. It's double tap. Call the Double Tappers now, 1-877-803-4567, or email us, feedback at doubletaponair.com. Now, I don't know if you've been following the Vision Pro story, but uh, there's an an interesting mix of stories about what this Vision Pro will do, and uh, also an interesting story around the number of developers who are actively creating apps for it. Now, part of the reason there's been, it doesn't seem a huge amount of developers getting excited about this, is because they can't get access to the device. Um, Or they can't, I mean, they can use a virtual version to create applications, Ah. which is something they're using at the moment. But I think a lot of them want access and, you know, ideally to be in front of Vision Pro developers themselves. So... I think there's a little bit of a reduction in ability to get in front of people, which is causing a little bit of a reduction in, in where, you know, for example, with the Apple Watch or the, even the iPhone, there was this rush to create apps. It's been a little bit muted. And I, I wonder, this will be an interesting product category because I, I, I guess I fear with the Vision Pro that if it's not successful, it's because it's seen as it's not being, it's not popular enough. The concept, the, that type of technology isn't popular enough. I don't think that's true. I think that there is a bigger reality here in that developers are, at the moment, developing for iPhone. They're developing for Android. They could be developing for web TV or, you know, a number of other platforms. They're just too busy. They don't have the resources to go off and just create another version of the app. So I I think it'll be interesting to see how this develops. Things are different now to where they were you know, when we started off in this app journey where, you know, developers were kind of new to this, it was a whole new world to play in. Um, this is just an extra piece of work for a lot of developers now, especially those with existing applications. So I'll be interested to see how this develops and how this actually comes to be. Develops. But, well done. Thank you. Um, but there is one story that I thought was kind of interesting, and I thought if this is really what they're – well, not uh, this is an Apple – promoting this at all. I know that Apple would probably have no <laughs> desire to promote this. Oh, now I'm interested. What is uh, it? Apple Vision Pro will be able to run Windows XP from day one. Ah, oh, amazing. <laughs> oh, that'd be Are you great. Kidding? I'm trying to think of the startup sound. I can't remember, but either way, <laughs> there's <sighs> lots of people that probably like that, actually. <laughs> Windows XP from day one. Yeah, Apple aren't promoting that. Um, the other story I, I saw... Oh, you go. Sorry, please. I yeah. heard... That there were, I mean, this is all rumours, of course, around this, but I heard there's actually incredibly strict um, conditions about actually people getting hands-on with the hardware developing. Yeah. Um, that, you know, the actual even storage of the device has got to be in a very secure area. And you know what? I can actually see that to be probably true. And I think the other rumour was that Apple aren't expecting to shift a lot of these and i think that's actually reasonable i mean it's a premium product and you know at at generation zero it's probably true i think this is more of a um a foundation of concept and about the developers getting you know getting used to it and we will see more consumer interest a bit later on yeah i think you're right i i think it'll also probably take off more when they bring out the next edition if they if they manage to shrink down the technology a bit um yeah that, that ultimately is the problem for a lot of people. I mean, that and the $3,500 cost. I think that's a bit more of the, the, yeah, the main that's issue there. Issue, is yeah. the price. I want to know if if developers have access to the camera. That is the vital bit of information for us. Because if they don't, then, sorry, we've lost interest. We need to know that. Well, we will, I guess we won't know until the product launches because a lot of this will be kept mm. under wraps, right? I mean, once we get to know, and we'll, we'll no doubt here the type of applications that are being developed. But, you know, I'm not hearing much in the accessibility field. Um, Which is understandable, again, though, because in the entire development segment, 
not many people are are hands on with this, right? Yeah, and and, it, that can, uh, and you know exactly. And then you take accessibility it or bring accessibility it, yes. into it to even less people. So yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. But I do think there's opportunity with this product to really be something incredible. But I think that immediate price is going to put a lot of people off. The funny thing about it is that again, we kind of touched on this before, but with with us as as blind people thinking about the cost of devices being as high as they often are, you could pay double this for a product which can do the, the kind of things that the Apple Vision Pro could do if it had, you know, that particular product as an app inside it. Yes, yes. Absolutely uh, but then it could right. do a lot more as well. But we will be less likely to look at the Vision Pro because we're thinking, oh, well, you know, it's a lot of money. But, you know, it's like a weird switch inside people's heads. It's like, yeah, but it's half the price of that thing over there. Yeah, you know, um, absolutely. So it's difficult. But, well, again, it's one of those we're just going to have to wait and see. I think, I mean, we'll all probably be worried by it. I don't doubt, you know, the, the mainstream tech will be, it's all these articles like, oh, will it die in the first day? No, because you guys are going to be all over it and you're going to be loving it. You'll be petting it like a new puppy. Oh, that's nice. But uh, that was quite nice for me, wasn't it? Normally it was. they're all it was doom laden, but yeah, zombie in a room full of brains that we had the other day. Uh, that was much better. I well think done. that was a perfect uh, analogy, <laughs> actually. Um, I want to talk about Barbie. No, next. Uh, <laughs> my wife wants to go see Barbie, and I said, "Okay, I'll do you a deal. I'll go see Barbie if you go see Oppenheimer with me." Oh, I can't think. Okay, she says. You're in luck because I want to see Oppenheimer. She wants to see Oppenheimer more than Barbie. Oh, but now wow. I, but now I've watched the trailer for Barbie, and now I want to go see Barbie. I think it looks like fun. Okay, you're a sensitive man. I, I, you know what? I haven't seen the trailer for it. I haven't heard about it. I just, I'll admit, I heard Barbie and just tuned out. Yeah. Well, here's some. Do you want some Barbie history? This is totally relevant. Really, to I don't. No. Okay. At uh, the wheelchair using Barbie dolls. As oh, now I'm interested. Them. Yeah. Uh, this is a disability angle on this, you see. I'm not daft. I know how this well works. Well done, you. Well, Barbie in a wheelchair uh, dolls were originally discontinued because their wheelchairs did not fit into the dream house via the front door. <gasps> Inaccessible dream house. Inaccessible dream house. Wow. So instead of, wait for this, instead of making modifications to the building, they discontinued the doll. That's disgraceful behaviour. That is not great. When you think about it. They missed a trick. They could have sold accessible ramps. They could have the sold ramps, accessories. They could have... Door yeah. wideners. Ex yeah. You know, accessories for the wheelchairs. Oh, phone well. holders. I mean, come on. <laughs> phone holders. Okay. Ah, that's a thing. Is it? Okay. I, I, I would imagine so. I mean, well, I mean, what? You're going, to be, you're going to be holding your phone in your hand while I try to wheel yourself down the street? Come on. Has there been any other disabilities catered for in the Barbie world? I don't think there's been a blind Barbie. No blind Barbie. There's been a blind Barbie. No, That's there should be a disgrace. blind Barbie. Why shouldn't there of be a blind there Barbie? Of course there should, and a blind Ken as well. Sexist. But I, I just think it's a little bit telling that you know it's almost like a microcosm of society. Well, okay, all these people are disabled. <laughs> it doesn't work. Just delete them. Just delete them yeah, all. Just, it's like no. Let's let's not put that, that out there. Let's <laughs> not put that out there as an idea, please. Uh, life's hard enough, but um, oh dear. Yeah, just kind of one of those examples of life <laughs> as a disabled person <laughs> right let's move on because i want to talk about the backpacks well actually you want to talk about the backpacks greg in ohio got in touch to discuss this and uh, now let me get this right he wants to talk about that and disillusionment so feet wow. up. hello double tappers it's been a while since i wrote in this first part is for Stephen. if you want to find a good backpack check out the perfect bag youtube channel it's a really good channel for getting reviews of backpacks and other types of bags. One thing to look for when looking for a backpack is to make sure it has YKK AquaGuard zippers. This will help with the water resistance of the backpack. Now, for the second part of my message, the confession. Are you ready? Make sure you're sitting down and holding onto mm. your seat in some sort of way. Okay. I have become disheartened by tech and the <gasps> mainstream tech press. Ooh. It just seems like the mainstream tech and tech press has really lost touch with reality. They don't seem to care about us normal people anymore. This in no way includes you all at Double Tap. It's just the mainstream that I'm really getting frustrated with. I am beginning to really miss the days when we had to go into a bookstore to look at the different magazines to get our tech news. 
now, there is just so much information coming at us at all hours of the day, it's hard to sort through all the noise. I've even started deleting a lot of my mainstream podcasts. Does anyone else feel like this? Also, does anyone have a suggestion for a few different RSS feeds for tech news? I have NetNewsWire on my iPad and I really like the layout of it. Thanks for reading this, Laura. You are appreciated. Take care. Greg, disheartened in Ohio. Oh, don't be disheartened, no. Greg. Come on. That's really sad. Fine. I feel depressed now. Mm. Okay, so too much tech? Do you notice that this is... You've kind of summarised, I guess, my take on a little bit of this as well, because I have to say I feel the same way, and I feel it's because there's so much future-gazing going on. That's the difference between the magazines of old and the news websites of today, because what they're doing is they're pushing this constant, oh, coming soon, the future of this, the future of that, AI, the big next thing, the, you know, whatever the technology, Vision Pro, you know, we're talking about it today. You know, these technologies are all the way in the future, but what about today? What about the stuff now that's going on? And, you know, the, the difference, I mean, I, I remember those magazines where you get the floppy disks, if you're old enough to remember that, or the CD-ROMs in the front, and you get, like, utilities and games and stuff in there and lots of information, letters from, you know, other people who, you know, had maybe a technical issue or a, a computer issue and you could get it resolved, ask the experts, all that. That was great stuff. Rose-tinted spectacles. It's no, 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 it's not. It's not, but they didn't go into all the future. They would talk about the tech of now. So of course they did. A computer would, you know, come out. They would spend time reviewing it properly. You know, they had more, I think they had more time to do that because the tech world was much slower. And the music was better. No, 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 of course was. not. They Definitely were always, was. in tech, you're always looking ahead. What's the next? What was the next uh, Commodore 64 going to be? The Commodore 128. What's no, coming were, up? Who's, who's, who's writing that back in 1980? Did you not whatever? read Zap 64 magazine? Uh, oddly enough, no. I must, I must no. have missed okay. that one. Um, no, it's always been like that. And it's, it's a mixture of the two. I mean, yes, there is. we are drowning in tech news, in news in general, you know, the, the news 24 channels. Of course, we're drowning in, in news and reviews now. But, I mean, you still got a choice. There's always a different angle, a different way of looking at tech, depending on the news source, I think. I don't think it's, it's too different to how it was. I think it's interesting in terms of news. There was a magazine in the UK called Delayed Gratification, which was a oh, brilliant... Oh, really, that. No, no, it was, it was a great title, actually, because it, it summed it up very well, which was that you would have a news story and they would not report on the news story until it had pretty much wrapped up. Obviously, ongoing news stories, like, for example, the Ukraine conflict, they're going to have to make reference to that. But it was more about looking at, say, a court case. They would wait till it was all done and dusted. The, the result was in, the jury had made its decision, you know, sentencing, and then they would tell the story. They would wrap the story up and tell you. And I thought, mm. that's brilliant, actually. And there oh, is, yeah. just Great. isn't that anymore. It's just, everything's just being thrown at you all the time. I, yeah. I can't keep up with my RSS feeds. You're asking about uh, RSS feeds. I have about, I used to have quite a lot of them, and I cut them right down because I thought, I can't keep up with all this. And the amount of, you know, these magazines now that push out deals, I'm so sick of the deal ones. It's like, I don't care if there's $20 off a steam, whatever, uh, cleaner air fryer or whatever it is. You know, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I just want news. Well, now that magazines have gone away, then there's got to be some sort of revenue stream. So, you know, it's adverts. It's, it's a fair trade, isn't it, for the info? Uh, yeah, well, I suppose that's the only way to do it, right? But I, I guess... Or for, for me, Or paywalls, yeah, but then that becomes another thing, the have and the have-nots, right? You, you end yep. up dismissing people. I mean, there's, and don't get me wrong, I'm for paid journalism. I'm for journalists getting paid money. You, know, you just end up with a bunch of men or women in pants you know, writing articles Sorry? in their bedroom. Well, that's, all, that's what blogs are, right? It's just men and women in pants, not necessarily in the same room, you know, writing blogs and, you know, just giving us their opinion. That's what unpaid journalism becomes. If you want proper journalists, you've got to pay them. I'm not touching that. Okay. Can I just say, RSS feeds? No, you can't. Do you think people actually use these? I use them it's every a, day. You use them. You absolutely love them. I do. I can't get into RSS feeds. That's because you don't read the news. No, I don't. No, I go to certain <laughs> websites. I go to, you know, news apps. But RSS feed, I don't know. It just seems a little bit... I'm going to use the word too nerdy. It seems a oh, little bit too on. geeky. All right, how, how do you get your RSS feeds, Stephen Scott? 
I use an app called Leary, L-I-R-E, which is available for Mac and iPhone. Is that Leary? Spell it again. L-I-R-E. Liar. Okay. That's how it's pronounced. Whenever I, whenever I go to a command tab and it goes, liar! And I'm like, no, I'm not. Shows it every time. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that's my app of choice. And there's others. There's, I mean, NetNewsWire's one you mentioned there, Greg. There's others. Um, there's, lo- there's loads of them, to be honest. What was the other one I used to use? I'm trying to remember the name of it now. Uh, it's gone out of my mind. But yeah, there's another. Um, I've used Pocket mainly as a way of just getting content mm, to a feed Pocket. I can read later. Um, so when you open up uh, Leary... Yeah. It asks, does it ask you for the URL of your RSS feed? Um, no. You actually no. don't have so to. How, do, no. how does it do it? I think people were sort of scared away from RSS feeds. Well, the, the companies have made it a bit easier. So where before you would have to go off and find an RSS feed, that can be a bit of a pain in the neck. Uh, and sometimes it's, the companies don't want you to try and find them for some reason. I don't know why, but they all seem to hide them away. And even if you do know where to look, there's no guarantee that it might work exactly as you hoped. But what some of these apps are doing now is you can just search for a publication title and it will go off and look to see if that feed is in its database or at least it can find that. Uh, One thing that I like about Leary is if you go to a website that's got a number of articles on it uh, in an RSS feed or at least as you know in a news feed form, you can just hit subscribe in Leary from the share sheet and it will go off and it will find the feed for you and then subscribe to that in your reader. So, and just to say as well, really important, uh, the reason I use Leary, and I, I wish I could remember the name of the other one I was using, because there, there was another one. It'll come Vienna. to you as soon as that we stop. Vienna. Oh, Vienna. Damn it. Ah, see. Ah, Vienna. Ah, Vienna. Yeah, that, no, that, that's only on the Mac, uh, which kind of meant I was looking for you know, a solution across the board. So, Leary is, Leary is on... across? Ah, good. Yes, on iPhone and on the Mac. And um, on Windows? Not on Windows. No, you're oh, on your own. across the board there, Stephen Scott. Sorry. Well, it's for me to have a Mac oh, well, That's all that matters. Yeah, okay. exactly. Well, that's, well so I only... <laughs> why would I care about what you're using on Windows? That's good. What's right. that going to do with me? All right. Sorry. Yeah, just saying. Uh, anyway. Uh, wow. I got yeah. said. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the, the good thing about it is not only will it bring up the feed and you can go through all the articles, it will strip out all of the nonsense on the news site and it will just give you the raw text that is cool that is brilliant i will give you that. so reading and actually what's good is if you arrow through or you swipe through in the on the iphone version it will start reading the article and it will just read the whole thing to you you don't even have to go into it to get the the information it will just read it all to you um if you're using voiceover obviously but you know it's really really good um and that's how i get my news feeds I take it all back. I was playing a little bit of devil's advocate there, but because actually getting information through RSS feeds is usually incredibly accessible in a in a short format, easy it's the to easier navigate. Way, yeah. yeah, yeah. There used to be. A, do you remember the days when you? And I don't think you can do this anymore. You used to be able to view the feed on Windows. You could do it in the browser. I think in Internet Explorer you could actually have. And it was great for podcasts. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because you could actually just grab the MP3 file. You could just grab the MP3 file, download it, or keep it, or do what you wanted to do. Yeah, like an XML, I think. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't do that anymore. Now we've got nerdy again. Sorry. Sorry. Granny will be sharing this. Granny will be in touch, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay, let's move on. Wayne wants to uh, talk to us about canes. Hello, lads. Just a couple of ideas around mobility from your Friday show. For wheelchair mobility, you would use an extended cane because of the distance between the person sat in the wheelchair and the tip of the cane. The person would use two-touch technique as usual, but there are some additional cane techniques specific to wheelchair mobility. I had a go many moons ago in Liverpool just for the experience. I'm not a wheelchair user myself. For frame walking, a couple of old ideas, but they may have had their day and no longer available. There was the buzz clip, which was a small attachment that could be put on your cane or attached to a shoulder strap on a bag. It used ultrasound detection and the usual vibration approach. If it's still around, Bev could attach it to her blouse or jumper or to the front of the walker with some creative thinking. The other was a pair of plastic glasses from the RNIB that also had an ultrasound sensor to the centre of the frames. I tried these as an experiment, but they are fairly cheaply made and ugly with very thick plastic lenses intended to simulate glasses. I actually cut off the plastic lens bit and filed down the edgings to make some kind of headband impressions to see how that looked bit sad really and not something i would use outside lol 
I've tended to drop away from sensors, to be honest, because they tend to distract more than help in most situations. The dreaded echolocation, or the approach that must not be named, is generally more effective and does mean that I can travel in peace, and that's always a good thing. Of course, the mini-guide would help, I'm sure. Cheers, Wayne. Thank you, I've got to say, it's, it's not to be mentioned. Uh, you can mention it, absolutely. If it helps you, echolocation, fantastic. I'm just not sure I could ever learn it, but uh, never say no. never, as they say. No, I mean, come on, you know, I'll, I'll stick with Braille, all right? That's that's all I'm doing. That's all <laughs> You're the, trying our best. That's the only blind skill I'm doing until the day I die. I'll be dead before I ever figure out echolocation. That's, that's never going to work for me. Um, although in saying all that, mm. I you know, without doing the echolocation skills, I am getting better uh, navigating around certain, especially on the outside, I can certainly tell, you know, for example, building shapes and, you know, when the building Ooh. clears and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm getting good can at you? that. Yeah, yeah. I can just about now feel the force of a parked car. When you walk into it? When I hit it. No, no, you yeah. can, though. It's, it's really strange, but, you know, you can... Okay, I've slowed down because I feel like there's something in front of me. And, you know, 70% of the time, I'm right. It's still to do with the wind and then, you know, yeah, that, of course. that's changing sound. But And using your ears, right? I mean, that's as simple as that, yeah, yeah. right? You're just listening yeah. more than you, you would normally. And also um, you can get the heat. If it's recently parked, you can sort of feel the heat and the <sighs> ticking as well. And yeah, you can. Sorry, I went off on a tangent. Carry on. Uh, I did that in New York once. I was standing next to what I thought was a building. It was spewing out hot air into the into the street. And then the, the building it appeared, drove away. Um, oh, right. <laughs> which turned out to be a bus. <laughs> They've got these huge air conditioners in the back, you know, that spew uh, out yeah, all this air. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, so the bus clip you were talking about there, Wayne, uh, that is still something I think that is sold. Uh, I've seen it here in the UK from Aspire Consultancy um, on their website. It's about £300. Uh, I think it's a, a little bit more than that in the States, I guess, and in Canada as well. But um that's it's not a product I've ever heard demonstrated. So if anyone's got a buzz clip, could you maybe do a little demo for us? Maybe record a little bit of what it's like, or even just tell us your thoughts on it? Because we've talked about the mini guide a lot, um, yeah. and that seems to be similar. But I don't know if the buzz clip is being phased out or if it's just available because it still is. How's the Sunu band going? Um, well, is that still, I mean, I'm assuming I it's still heard. available, but you don't hear about it very often. So I haven't heard of them for a while. Sonar no. glasses have been around for ages, years can, and can years I, and right, years. Okay, that's what I wanted to pick up on. These glasses that were sold by the RNIB years ago, they don't sell them anymore. Thank goodness. Oh. Dreadful. No, no, I mean, might be fine in terms of what they do, in terms of the, the buzzing and all the rest. Not my cup of tea. And certainly, you know, vibrating glasses on my face was never really something that appealed to me. I but get free head massage. I looked ridiculous you know i don't know if you've ever been to the optician and they put those things on your face that no you know they, they put the lenses in so they can better? test the lenses or yeah worse. better worse better worse uh that that was basically what i was wearing i looked like a scientist from a 1960s movie that had no cool. budget cyberpunk terrible i think this is a really interesting conversation that maybe we could get into at some point does sonar actually work as a mobility aid is it really useful because i hear so many items available and as we said they've been around for years and years and years i don't hear it used very often successfully i will say that mm. the only exception to that is the mini guide now why yeah, would that guess, be that's any a lot different of reviews yeah yeah it does so is sonar actually I mean, should we still be looking at sonar as a mobility aid or is it just a flawed technology somehow? And if so, why? There you go, well, there's a question. It's a good question. I wonder if a lot of it's to do with vibration feedback. I think a lot of it might be to do. I think it's the type of feedback you get. If it's audible feedback, that's one thing. If it's vibration feedback, then I think that just gets in the way. Maybe not so much with a guide dog, but if you're using a cane... That I'm not sure. Way. I don't know. We we are pretty hypersensitive to to most things, and you can train yourself to ignore some things. And I think it's more to do with false positives on these. I hear so many mm. times that I just stopped using it because it wasn't reliable. It would be buzzing, and there was absolutely nothing in front of me. I wonder if it's to do with the being able to focus the, the sort of the width of the band that's that's thrown out there. Yeah, I don't know because I know you can do that with the mini guide and the the distance. So maybe that works better. You can I'm do that in sure. the Sunu band as well. 
Yeah, see, you've had the Sunaban for a while. Have you ever really used it? I, st- I, I had it for a while. I used it for maybe a couple of months. I just couldn't get to grips with it. I just found it was, uh, you're talking about false positives. I mean, it was forever buzzing to me. And it just, I didn't know what it was buzzing at. And I couldn't yeah, work okay. it. In which case, it, it makes it worse. in the wrong direction. Yes. What's the point yes. in this thing? But I'm but sure if, there's people out there who have said, no, it's helped me. In that case, fantastic. But I, yeah. would, I think it's interesting. Before we go, we've got a little time left, so I'm cutting you off because I want to get Tiffany's message in before we go. Hi, guys. It's Tiffany again. I just finished listening to the Double Tap episode for August 4th. Great show, by the way. I always enjoy it and get a good laugh out of it or two. Um, <laughs> first of all, I do agree with Stephen's comments about having the, you know, the wet wipes or, as they call them here in the States sometimes, baby wipes or something handy, especially yep. if you know you're going to be eating something and, you know, it's going to be kind of messy or make a mess. I don't mm-hmm. enjoy having sticky stuff all over my hands. I no, nope. there's no need in all that. So I agree. Um, but I did want to offer my two cents on the lanyard comment. So I've actually seen the slinger. A close friend of mine has one and she showed it to me and I considered it, but it wasn't exactly what I was looking for. I didn't want something that would be on the phone all the time. And it sounded like as she described it, once you stick it to the phone, basically it's there. So I actually went with another brand called Gear Beast. I believe that's what it's called. And this one is a full silicone lanyard. The way this one works is the corners of it are kind of like silicone. I'm trying to figure out how to describe this. And you pull it around the edges of the phone. So then you have this main part on the back. It's a silicone, almost looks like a rectangle. And the one that I bought has like a card wallet thing or a pocket on the back where you can stash your cards. And then the four corners of it are the silicone, almost remind me of like a triangle and they're stretchy. So what you do after you lay the phone on there is you pull these corners around it and it, you know, attaches to the phone. I hope that makes sense. And the lanyard's adjustable. I, um, I've definitely gotten a lot of use out of it. I wanted something like this because when I go to the apartment complex I live in, sometimes I get lost going to the dumpster and have to use be my eyes. And it's a bit of a struggle to drag a cane, a trash can, and try to hold the phone level where someone can see <laughs> at the same time. So the lanyard has been a game changer, but great show as always. I enjoy listening and yeah, I'll uh, see you again next time. Thank you, Tiffany. Great to hear from you and a great suggestion as an alternative to the Slinger. Uh, yeah, I've heard of those with the silicone, almost elastic, that goes around the phone. Clever idea. Best name ever. Gear Beast. Love it. Beast. Uh, that's it from us today. The Beasts are out of here. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't like that. Actually, no, don't uh, no. Okay, uh, back tomorrow uh, for the Double Tap Express. Rain is in the station. Uh, tomorrow, noon Eastern, as always on AMI Audio and on podcast. Join us for that if you can. Keep your feedback coming as well. Feedback at doubletaponair.com. 1877 Bye bye, Sean. Bye bye. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.